Welcome to the Shifties podcast. Here with me, Alex Hughes, entrepreneur and the founder of Shifties, the micro business owners community. In this series, we're going through the Shifties success stories. So you're going to hear from some of the members of our community, their stories, how they got into business, their niches, what they're working on, some of the insights into their worlds. And it's, it's a fascinating way to learn because everyone has their own journey. There is no linear process when it comes to business. And it's our unique experiences that shape our understanding of entrepreneurship. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, please do not forget to hit subscribe, follow, and um, share the episode if you've enjoyed it. And don't forget also to sign up to our website, www.shifties.co.uk, where you can join the community for free and you'll get your weekly email uh, with everything that's going on in our community. So I think it's now time to welcome our guests, Mike and Mike. Yeah. You, should, you should start your own podcast called Mike yeah. and Mike. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Come on over. Yeah. Come on over. Watch out for the uh, health and safety hazards. I've turned your mic on, you're safe. Good to go. Welcome. All right. Pleasure. Yes, mate. All good. Good. Good evening, all. All right. Yes, we're winning it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start. I'm going to start with the DJ, DJ Mike Reddings, because um, there's and and your stories. Into, and there's a reason why I wanted you on. The same time because oh, I know you've got the same name. Same name. <laughs> yeah. No, it's more about the, the bromance that you guys yeah. have uh, got Love you. now. And Love you, uh, Mike. Uh, <laughs> do you want to sit here? Uh, I'm never, <laughs> Mike and Mike on the mic. Someone's just put. That's brilliant. <laughs> um, so yeah. So introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Mike Reddins. Um, yeah, I'm a wedding Mike's DJ. And <laughs> Mike's here. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm a wedding DJ and I, I run two businesses, um, both in the entertainment industry and obviously one of them is very much in the wedding industry and the other one's in more kids entertainment. Um, I, I had a team of seven, um, which is obviously not the case at the moment. Um, and we've been going just over 11 years, 11 and a half years. Amazing, man. Well done. That's amazing. Yeah, You've built like... You are the DJ. You are the <laughs> DJ. I saw that. Anyone else to see? Anyone else follows uh, Mike on Instagram, or Facebook? You need to. I remember early days in lockdown where you you were like, "I'm still DJing." Every was it the was it the Thursday Thursday, Thursday claps Thursday night claps, yeah, and you yeah, were, yeah. you would set up a full DJ set for street. your street. Yeah, yeah we done that. Was banging. About an hour set afterwards. No. Yeah, about something like that. Aren't you doing it again on Saturday night at Halloween as well? Are you really? No one knows. So it's top oh, secret. Oh, yeah. do now. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in shifties, don't tell anyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's great. That's well, and over to you, um, and Mike, can you just quickly introduce yourself? I'm Mike as well. Michael, I've been called worse. Um, <laughs> but I own a company called Make Your Day Event Hire. So we just supply equipment for birthdays, weddings, christenings, any event worth celebrating. Pretty much. Very nice too. Very nice too. And um, I think it's safe to say that's not something you've always done. You've got a, a varied background. Oh, I've gone from selling sweets and chocolate to, you know, owning an Instagram account of 30,000 followers related to helicopters to professional gambling to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, all sorts. Oh, we're going to so, get into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get into that. <laughs> I guess, so, I'll get, so back to you, Mike, on how you got started in business. You've, been, you've scaled. You've gone... You've gone from you as an oversubscribed DJ mm. to okay, I'm going to take on another one. I'm going to take on another one. I'm going to take on another one. You scaled a business. Yeah. How so did you get into business in the first place? So um, 
obviously I was working full time. I was manager of a warehouse and I always wanted to go to the next step. I always had all these ideas and my boss used to always say, oh, you're my ideas person. And, um, and then in just one day, I don't know, something just happened where I just thought, I've had enough of this. I've had enough of someone using all my ideas to benefit them. And I just decided that I wanted to get back because DJing was always a hobby. Yeah. And just one day I just thought, you know what? The story is that I had an iPhone. And it was the first ever iPhone that come out and I went and sold it on eBay and went and used that money to buy a load of DJ equipment and ended up with a Nokia 1100. Yeah. About 20 yeah. quid in the shop. And that's how it all started. And um, so I'd work like half an hour full time and then go and do parties in the evening or kids parties in the daytime. And I was all at the start, I was all about the adult entertainment, but for whatever reason, the kids That's DJing, right? I don't, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> but the kids' stuff just went crazy because I used to work for Disney in America, and I think when I put that on the website, people just straight yeah. away bought into that. So the kids' side just went crazy, and then it was about I think it was about five years after that it was just like, okay, I need to make make that grown up decision now because manager of Coffin House, my rope was being built around yeah, the cool. business. So people's shifts were being put into place because I would be DJing. And it was one of them moments, again, where I just thought, I've got to be a grown-up here and I've got to make that decision. And I just decided that moment, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to quit being a manager of Craft and Warehouse and I'm going to go DJ. At that point, my wife had a bit of a, <laughs> a, bit of a heart attack. Understandably, man. Yeah. Big, big step, isn't it? So I said to her, look, this is what I'm going to do. I, I'm, going to, I'm going to prove you wrong by becoming a window cleaner. And I said, I'm going to DJ, but as a backup, I'm going to do window cleaning. So I went round, knocking on people's doors, built up this massive window cleaning round, done that for six months, proved her wrong, sold that window cleaning round, and then went full on with a DJ Got oversubscribed, couldn't do, I was doing stupid amount. So we decided to go and recruit two people to join the team just to do the kids stuff. And that got oversubscribed. So we took on another two people that oversubscribed. Then we took on another two people and we got up to about seven DJs working for us doing the kids stuff. And um, it it was at that point where... I was like, you know what, this is working really, really yeah, well. Man, smashed it. Yeah, and we were doing about 25 kids' parties a weekend, and that was all over Harpshire and Bedfordshire. And then I was doing the kids' parties, but I was also doing all the weddings and the adult yeah. parties. And then that all got too much, totally oversubscribed. And then I pretty much decided that I wanted to rebrand, and which is how I obviously met Alex. Yeah, man, yeah. Well, I remember meeting you at the... Which when Hitching. Ed was Ed was rolling his boom out yeah, with the, right, the yeah, business yeah. owners because you, yeah, you, you were there for that well, as well, yeah. weren't you? Right? Yeah. right. So I don't know what happened to that. He, he's in, he, he, just, he was like, yeah, we're doing it everywhere, and then it stopped happening. Yeah, um, Ed's, Ed's actually live in here on Thursday to talk about freelance heroes. So I'll ask him. I said, what happened to Hitching yeah. Boom, man? That was I went away and I told everyone about. Yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah. 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 the best salesman in the house. Absolutely man. blown away from. You and your cousin, yeah, is it your cousin? Yeah, Danny, yeah, Danny, yeah, yeah, Danny, Danny Cam. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that was banging. But it's true because I remember. Because I remember, I actually remember then you were like, "Ah, oh, I've got the wedding thing going yeah. on, and I've got the 
kids stuff going on, both going well. Do I create two brands? Do I yeah, remember right. all of that? Yeah. 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 Wow. And then I took on board everything you yeah. guys said, and you know, thankfully, it all went smoothly. Yeah, man. Until now. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we'll come back to that. Yeah. We'll come back to that. Let's let's hear, let's hear from Michael's. Uh, give us a well. How did you get started in business? This could be interesting. <laughs> I don't want to make myself sound old. I'm the youngest here, but it was about 14 years ago. Um, I was the really small kid at school with a massive backpack, right? And it wasn't full of books. It was full of sweets, chocolate, Fanta, Coke. Yeah. You name it, I had it. Nice. Um, it all started really, I went to Costco's with mum and dad. And you know, it's like a Costco. Yeah. It's just the biggest warehouse. Crazy, full of like, the biggest boxes of sweets. So I bought a box of Starburst for myself and I started taking them to school. And then I noticed that 50p a pound, like people are buying these packets of Starburst from me. But you buy a multi-pack of Starburst from Costco, you're like eight, nine quid. And you get like 50, 60. That's bit. crazy. Oh, before you go on, what was Starburst called before that? I'm not that old. You know. What was Starburst called before? Hang on. Um, Opal Foods. Fruit. Fruit, were they opal fruits? Opal, opal fruits, fruits, opal fruits. Yeah, 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 I didn't know. I thought fruit opals. Anyway, no, no. sorry. <laughs> it's an old test we used to use. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> and you're from, and you're from Australia. Yeah, yeah. you're from Australia. <laughs> yeah, no. Sorry, anyway, go on. Almonds. Yeah, no, 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 straight in the opal fruits. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, go on. Um, yeah, so I just went from Starburst really, and then just went on to you know chocolate bars, cans of drink. But it was like I worked out that I live literally right behind my school. So 8.30 in the morning, I'd go to school and I'd sell like the morning breakfast lot. And then 10, 15 at break time, I'd have to quickly run home, sneak Restock. out the back, yeah, sneak out the back fence. So it was a little oh, panel you could just push to the side and then stock up again. And then come lunchtime at like 12.30, I'd have to quickly run home again yeah. and then come back and then just literally just sell it all again. But other children started like doing that at school as well, students. But they got suspended because they're obviously taking money, like revenue away from the tuck shop. Yeah, but I was a cheeky chappy and I started selling to the right teachers who had the influence of suspending yes, people. Proper entrepreneur, right? There. So you yeah, know what I mean? Man. I was I was the tuck shop that everyone at school loved, but the school hated. But because yeah. I was in with the right teachers, I wasn't you know, I wasn't doing so that, is that where you're you got the hit. You kind of like right. This is this is this is me. I like business. This, it was the money. Is, like I yeah, was, yeah. you know, I was I was like walking home with like like a change, like jingle in my pocket. Yeah. And I go home just to cut the bottom of milk milk cartons, right, and just put them as pots. So I had like a pot of twenty p's, fifty p's of pounds. Nice. And then um, yeah, from then on, it was like fifteen, sixteen years old, leaving school. Yeah. What's next? And my, did you know? Did you know at that point? Were you, were you like, "This is it. I'm going to run my own business," or was it? I just always. I, I don't know. I grew up to be. Everyone knew me. Oh, Mick's got money, or Mick's got the business idea, or Mick wants to do this. Like he's the guy that's going to always push it. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> my history of what I've done as a business, I would never have imagined. Nah. Well, give us a flavour, man. Where, where else you been up to? Like, where else <coughs> so, you, I left what school, yeah. so I left school, um, and I really like fishing. But it's so expensive. I mean, tackle, yeah. bait. Mike's obviously had a bit of a, yeah. an experience in the last few months of fishing, ringing me, asking me how to yeah, catch yeah, fish. He would never come fishing, though. That's the thing. He's oh, always, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Busy man, Mike. Um, He's oversubscribed, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
No, so uh, yeah, from then on, it was like I got in touch with a wholesaler of um, tackle, fishing tackle, yeah. um, selling it on the on the, on the bank, like at the lakes and stuff, and yeah, it just went from there. And then I started getting my t-shirts, logos, building a bit of a brand, following. Yeah. Your mates asking, "Oh, can I buy a pack of hooks? Can I do this? Can I do that?" And that went on until I moved to Australia. I was eighteen, nineteen years old then. I mean, this, and you'd already done this by yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of people think I'm lying, but it's no yeah. way. Right. That sounds awesome. Man. So yeah. then you're in Australia. So what on your yeah. own? Did you yeah, so I went out there on my own. Um, I had relatives move over there when I was a teenager, and sort of had a good relationship. But I wanted to go out there with him, but my parents didn't want to move. So when I was old enough, I sort of took the leap, yeah, went out there. Nice. Um, I mean, I've done everything from picking. Well, over there, it's called capsicums. Yeah, capsicums. What's that? Peppers. Peppers. Capsicums. Capsicums. Okay, yeah, yeah. Do you know what is the worst thing ever? Because you get like a mouldy one, you put your finger in it and you rub your eye late that day and you've got pepper in your eye and you're just sort (laughs) So I went from then to being a quad bike tour guide, um, riding horses and, you know. Nice. Living the dream. Yeah. Flying helicopters. Yeah, and that's how I got into flying helicopters. (laughs) So wait a second. (laughs) Yeah, so I've got from peppers. Yeah. Basically, it was in the outback and... There's so much land, and the way they muster the cattle is obviously quad bikes or, you know, if you're wild horses and stuff, yeah. um, and helicopters. So one night, my boss, 4 a.m., woke me up. He was drunk. He just got in, but there's a big bushfire in a place called Mount Mulligan, and all of his cattle were there. So he woke me up said, oh, we've got to go. And the quickest way there was obviously the helicopter. You're not going to commit to driving that far. Yeah you know, taking that long. And he said, today's your lucky day. I was like, what? Four o'clock in the morning. Pushed me to the pilot side and said, don't worry about these. I'll deal with that. You fly. So, mate, what? Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah, I won't name dog, but (laughs) (laughs) he literally just said, you got pedals, you know, cyclic, everything like that. Up you go. Go. There you go. So from then on, you were hooked on that. Then. Yeah, so I built up some hours, asked if he could contribute to my license. Yeah. Didn't go down very well. <laughs> he just sort of said no. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, carried on travelling, sort of done here, then everywhere, different nice. parts of Australia. Nice, nice. So you got to enjoy that that side of things. But, I mean, the, that moment when he was like, when you got in that seat, the adrenaline must have been like, I mean, he, <laughs> the thing is, he's probably never going to hear this, you don't know, no. but he used to sort of hold his cyclic, right? It's called a cyclic, you've got to collect it, right? right? He used to put the cyclic in his knees and roll a cigarette. Before you fly. <laughs> Whilst we were flying, right? <laughs> and then when I used to jump in the pilot side, because you can, it's dual, so you can sit in either right, side, okay. but predominantly the pilot will sit on the right-hand side. Yeah. And I'd sit there and I'd hold this cyclic with my life, right? <laughs> Holding as hard as I could but they teach you just to fly with like holding it with yeah. your thumb and fingers. Cause it's a very sensitive part of the helicopter. Yeah. Any slightest movement, the helicopter will feel, will feel yeah. it. So I'm even sweating, like holding on. And he's just sitting there holding it on his knees and just rolling a cigarette. That's crazy. Man. It's really, That's I, mean, crazy. I don't have bad habits like that over no, here. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, that quickly got abolished when I got my license over yes. here. <laughs> so what made you, so what made you then, so what, what happened next? Like you're along like from, and um, don't get me wrong, we're privileged to have you here. But you're, you know, you're a long way from flying helicopters in Australia right now. In terms of where you're, you're sat here talking to us about make your day. Yeah, How I did know. You get so from there to there. I came back to the UK in 2014. Yeah, 2013, yeah, 2013 2014. 
and I was subcontracting for my local council, uh, basically running cables yeah. and crawling through lofts in houses that people don't necessarily care about. You know, there's animals yeah. that are no longer alive in the lofts. You know, it wasn't nice. And I yeah. thought there's something better out there for me yeah. from what I'd imagined my life to be and what I'd experienced previously in Australia in the life of luxury on the beach. Yeah. This wasn't for me. Yeah. And I started chatting to a guy who went to, I think it was Nottingham University, and he basically was involved in the gambling industry. Um, the technical term is matched betting. Yeah. And it's crazy. And it basically, you tactically take advantage of what bookmakers have to offer. So it's an incentive. You'll see loads of bookmakers promote. Yeah, put tenner in, get tenner. Sign up today, £25, we'll give you a £25 free bet. Yeah. But most people just punt that free bet, that bet. Well, they punt their, their initial £25 and then they get a free bet yeah. and they'll just punt that. And that's the, that's the customers that they want, yeah. people that just lose money. Yeah. Whereas this guy taught me how to use the advantage, like uh, take advantage of a free bet and yeah. turn it into a guaranteed money by laying off your bets. Yeah. So you bet on one team, yeah, and then you'd have something else bet on the other team. Yeah, so there's like not many people know, but you can actually bet on things to lose. So you, if you used to go into a bookmaker, you'd bet on our Arsenal, you know, United, Chelsea. That. Yeah. Whereas you know, if you play the long game, bookmakers always win. So you basically become the bookmaker. Nice. So you wow. just ultimately you love your bets, but then you start dabbling in casinos and you know, roulette and blackjack, and that's where the discipline really, yeah, really counts. Because if you're not Discipline, then you lose yeah, mega course, bucks. Man. Yeah, the house always wins for a reason. It's a term. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of where we, where I built that, it was me on my own for one year. Then I had a friend come back from Australia. Um, he joined forces. We sort of built a little bit of a, you know, like a spreadsheet formulas yeah. and stuff like that. And then it turned out to be six or seven of us renting oh. a bit of space out of uh, our mum and dad's back garden, like the log cabin. Fair play. Yeah. So fair play. Little snug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, do you know what it literally yeah. is like a snug yeah it literally it's nice is snug, yeah it's nice <laughs> right. right it's a cheap quality <laughs> little while ago's pop-up thing <laughs> you rent it out now the weekend yeah. <laughs> okay cool man so, so yeah what happened there what, what, how did that um, end? i don't want to brag but when you do make too much money from the bookmakers they tend to ban you yeah. they yeah, have like their, they have their own law yeah. all right every summer they'll have a clear out and they i don't know how they do it but they analyze people's account. They will categorize them and, and code them with like a red, black, yellow, whatever they, however each bookie works. Yeah. But then they start joining forces like Paddy Power and Betfair merged as a company. So yeah. somewhere along the line, they are sharing data legally. Yeah. So if I'm banned on Betfair or Paddy Power, it wasn't long before I was banned with their sister company, yeah. Skybet, Ladbrokes, you know, all those companies joined forces. And you just, you were fighting a battle that you was never going to win because well, if you ever take them to court, they've got unlimited funds. And yeah. if only Bitcoin was around then. Well, it was, but yeah, it was. Uh, now no, you can yeah, now yeah. you can actually bet yeah. on Bitcoin. Yeah. So it was just one of those things that it was never going to last forever. But you learn a lot, right? You must have learned a lot. I mean, you. I looking back on my life and where I was at, I was thinking, Jesus, like these spreadsheets that some of these guys have created and all these formulas, and I'm thinking, oh my god, I'm just you know guy that come from selling sweets and chocolate to <laughs> you sold them you sold them the vision yeah same sense when you when you take on those employees you, you sold that to them. yeah they bought, so they bought into you 
Yeah, so I mean, the, great journey. I, yeah. I absolutely loved every minute of it. I mean, there was TVs all over my wall. It was like the Wolf of Wall Street, but with <laughs> I can imagine with, it now. With I bet you were unbearable. Fun, not like even it. half of the amount of fun they had. I bet your energy done, was just. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there wasn't anything bad that we used to do, but it was, you know, big big wins. We used to celebrate with beers in the morning, and a lot of the time we were drunk by eleven a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, man? Yeah, we've done it, man. Yeah. So but you learn a lot about yourself on that. Yeah, massively. Yeah. And then you've settled down since and now. Yeah, so I met my partner, two kids. Um I obviously came into a bit of money. Congrats, because one was recent, right? Yeah, she's yeah, Lola. She's twelve weeks tomorrow. Amazing, man. Yeah, so um and then from there, sort of when my sort of gambling career came to an end. Yeah. It was an abrupt end. I basically came home from traveling. I took a year out to get my pilot license and cycle across Europe. Something random I wanted to do. As you do. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Literally, my friend, he quit British Gas and just said, I want to do something mad. And I was yeah. just like, let's cycle across Europe. <laughs> don't even like, I literally don't even like cycling. Don't even like cycling. Pedals <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, done, I think it was eight countries. Not like us on our electric. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got pedal now. They've got pedals. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so from then on, um, yeah, so I did some crazy things, and then I had to get a proper job because when I come back from travelling, yeah, proper job. Yeah. Um, I received an inundated amount of emails from bookmakers saying we've made a business trading decision to um, withdraw your funds or your limit your stakes or, or ban your account from using the sports services and, yeah and then i became fearful of placing bets because i did have money confiscated yeah i can't take them to court because i'll never win because they put in their terms and conditions that you know if you're bonus abusing and if i'm taking part of the bonuses they're played in yeah, am i yeah, well don't abusing? Poke, don't poke the bear no. yeah don't do you know what i mean so yeah fair enough fair enough so, so you needed a more you needed a more legitimate way of living. Yeah, and what a boring way of life, <laughs> I must admit. I, I literally anyone can, you know, live your life how you want to live it, but yeah. what a boring way. Uh, I, I remember doing things properly now. Yeah, I literally, I got my job and I sat at this desk and everyone's just just, you know, so quiet, staring at the screen. Mm -hmm. I looked around and I was thinking to myself. I used to look at my mates laughing, joking, being so excited of how much money we've made and how much fun we're having playing table tennis, whatever we're doing. You've got the energy in the Yeah, room, like, now oh. everyone's just like, Shh, like that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's depressing. Yeah. And then I got my paycheck and I was like, oh, God. It's even more depressing. This is insulting. Yeah. You've employed me to do this job yeah. and this is what I, I'm rewarded with. Yeah. Minimal amount of, you know. It's unfulfilled. So back yeah. to unfulfillment. Yeah. And although you took a long way to get there, a lot of people go straight into unfulfillment and low pay. Yeah. Just, you, you had some fun in between. Yeah, I'm nothing, I'm not nothing special, you know, I'm not a multimillionaire, but I just felt like again, where I was at when I was subcontracting for my local council, I felt there was something more out there for me. Yeah. Whether it is, you know, a rewarding job or just a better pay. Yeah. But then that conversation happened with my partner of I need to do something. My brain's, I just can't sit still. It's not challenging enough. It was a great job, great career, if you, that's the way you want to live your life. But yeah. for me, that wasn't the way I want to live my life, working for someone else. No. So then it was, right, and now, you, and, now, and now it's harder because you've got family. Yeah, so there's two kids. Obviously, I quit my job in a pandemic. Yeah. Some of you may have seen. Yeah. <laughs> it was either a, a wise move. Or it was just, like, yeah. oh, no. I remember the call. I was like, yeah. I was happy. I was so proud like, to hear it. Like, it was amazing. Um, 
but it was like, oh my god, this is good. It's funny because I literally quit. Well, it's been I was toying with it, but then my partner was she was she's the safe one in this relationship in this business, you know. Yeah. Should you do that? Do you, you need, need to you do, do that? need that? You, you definitely know? need that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want to like upscale my business massively, yeah. but she said, you know, we've got family to think about, which is true. Yeah. But I'm not going to go and do something where I know financially or you know I can't do it. No. But yes, yeah, so I quit my job because I was Monday nine to five, very important role, project management job for big clients, and I was answering emails too late at night. And yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, the events were taking place, supplying equipment for parties and stuff. During the summer after lockdown, it just went absolutely awful. Everyone wanted parties. Yeah. Like having to sort of go from one event with the same equipment. The next day, early morning, to drop it off, it was my, my storage unit was just empty all weekend, every weekend. It was great, loved it. Yeah. And I said to my partner, "Something's got to change. Something has to change now. Yeah. I either stop the business, which would be really stupid, or I quit my job." Yeah. You did it, and I did it. No, and then six like... days later, cheers, Bojo. Yeah, <laughs> six people. Can you believe it? I, I mean, know. you just can't write it, can you? Really, you just can't write it. It's just, it's just bonkers, really isn't it like it's, it's yeah but you 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 know you you it's really great to see and and, and how you guys because i remember um i just remember when it was i've actually got a funny story about this oh yeah when we had a mentor in month yeah, yeah yeah and then you said to me there's a few people i want to recommend you to be involved with you to, yeah. add yeah, mike yeah. add mike reddins so i did friend request facebook mike reddins yeah. add, i just and then i forgot about it right and then it was one of the social media downstairs in Bohemia. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's it. And then uh, we started chatting. And he said, look, look, add me on Facebook. And he got up his profile. Pending <laughs> request. <laughs> he left me pending. conversation with you outside. Yeah. It was like six yeah. months. Left me pending for six months. Yeah. Really? Oh, you wouldn't have accepted it? Oh, mate. <laughs> I do have. I have rules with my Facebook. I need to speak to you, you don't in person. In. Or send me a message and yeah. I accept you. Yeah, Do enough. not send me a message. <laughs> you ain't going to be my friend. Lesson learned. Lesson learned, boy. So I had six months and then, yeah, that's sort of how I remember because you were like, you were teetering with the, I remember, so I remember, the, I think we, you had a big stencil on your wall that just said, get shit done. I was yes. like, this guy's got something about him. That was the, the motivation of the, when we, all the guys in the office with like the gambling, it was wake up in the morning, get to your office and just there, it was massive, like, right, massive time. But going. you had get shift done. Yeah, man. I just took the F out. Yeah. <laughs> you can't trademark that, man. No. <laughs> um, and then I, I remember you teetering wedding. I was like, right, you've got to meet, you've got to meet Mike. You already knew Lee? No, it was um, Tracy. Tracy, that's, that's it. Because right. Tracy and you were at the end of month gathering. Because I was, like, right. you guys I was part of the Forsy community. Yeah, that's Forsy, it. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I said to Mike, "There's this, there's this geezer turning up." He's yeah. <laughs> right, dodgy. He's yeah. right, dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are gonna get on nuts. <laughs> it's safe to say, you guys have kind of developed. Yeah, I mean, we speak. Yeah, yeah we speak a fair bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 A lot Both more. Stevens as well. Which chances that was obviously. No, it's, you know, we, we're always ideas, bouncing ideas. Left a lot of time it's sort of photo shoots, you know. Mike's had a few yeah. style photo shoots. Man, the Hatfield one, yeah, the yeah, Hatfield yeah. one was crazy. Yeah, you literally yeah. lined up all the letters. Yeah, Hatfield House, yeah. And then yeah. you got, yeah, that was so sick. And that's just all about thinking outside of the box, yeah. you know. And that's what I've always said to Mike, to try to do as much as possible. You've got to think outside the box. You've got to think about what your competitors and your 
suppliers around you are not doing you've got or, not, go or don't do dare it. to do or don't dare to do yeah that's the thing so uh, and that's what we've done at hatfield house and milling barn you know we just went and created the most amazing photos to then use on marketing yeah it's awesome it's awesome it's do you know what we had that, that uh, million barn one was so good my energy i was just he the was, first time honestly i was like a little kid in the candy shop he was he literally <laughs> was like it was 11 o'clock in a nightclub by the way, I was right. meant to be at work at this point. Yeah, right? he was meant to be at work. I'm incriminating myself. Obviously, right now. we're trying to reenact a wedding with no dancers. Yeah, so like <laughs> I'm, I'm, de- <laughs> I'm DJing, and he's like <laughs> loving the tunes. But it's the we've saxophone, got, we've got a saxophone as well. playing, oh, and he's literally just creaming. Oh, honestly, I've never yeah. even been around a saxophonist before, and he just these summer vibes it I was seen him, sun yeah. was shining and i was like yeah, yeah. this is this is yeah. me and was yeah. going <laughs> I can imagine it, now. it was good that was a good day that's to kind of just go right just yeah, yeah come right, right, right. that's it just chill <laughs> retake he's making too much noise over there <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome at uh, least smith's just uh just jumped up with uh geezer yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Luke's just commented as well as saying fascinating job history we got there <laughs> cheers mate but I think it's fair to say like I mean Mike you've been in this game for a while now like the, the those collaborations that you've created we were talking a bit off off air about the the wedding market and how you know really is a lot of it is about who you know and the relationships that you hold and that side of things <clears> like yeah, it seems fair to say that you, you very much embrace collaboration as to, to, <sighs> If I'm honest, though, I've only really embraced that recently. Yeah. You know, I'm, I went for many, many, many years thinking that if I collaborate with other people, all they do is copy my ideas. Because, mm-hmm. you know, my brain does not stop. It's just constant, constant, constant. And I come up with all these ideas. And I always thought if I surround myself with people, they're just going to nickel these ideas. Mm-hmm. And it was only, like, two years ago that it was actually Lee Smith, funny enough. It yeah. was Lee who changed things completely for my mindset and made me start thinking about you know who i can embrace yeah. and it, it was cherry picking and that was the bit i was missing it was yeah. being able to pick then people like tracy like lily yeah, yeah. like mike that you know i know who on my level uh and i think there was just too many scenarios where it was like i was like the person with the brains in the room yeah and that that was quite draining so but now is you know, I've just I've got some of the most amazing relationships with people in the wedding industry, yeah. and that's venues, that's suppliers, that's all kinds of different people. Yeah. Um, I've offset a lot of work to people as well, where before I'd do a lot of that myself. Because you were always thinking about scaling, scaling, scaling. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Abs- you know, constantly must do this, must do this, must do this. Now it's must do this. Can I offset that? Yes, I can. No, I can't. Yeah. I'll do it, and that's. Pretty much. And when you've got confidence in your pipeline, right? When you when you've got that, because you know, you know, and you're the same. You know, when you when you know how the game works, and you know how to sell, and you know Mm. how to generate leads, you're at that stage. You know, you can take those leads when you want them. So Mm. in the meantime, why not share some? Why not distribute Mm. some across the network? It's only when you come back to your. To be honest, there's just enough. You know, there's enough pie for everyone, really. Absolutely. You know, have to be greedy and take it. It's sharing success. Absolutely, man. No, it's just, that's where it's good to see. 100%. It's good to you know, see. And I've, one thing I've always tried to do is what, what I say I try to, I always do this. So I have an automatic email that goes out when I'm not available. Yeah. That person gets an email, states all the five DJs I've chosen. Wow. 
that goes, these are my recommendations. Now, it's quite difficult to get other DJs to do that. Yeah, I bet it is. You know, and I'm yet to find someone who's added me to a list. Yeah. yeah. But my mindset says I'm not going to go down to that level. Yeah. You know, I just want to help the customer out, make sure that they choose the right person. Yeah. Well, they'll remember that. These, and then next yeah. time, they'll come back to you. Absolutely. They, you know, and I get some brilliant time. replies. And yeah. it could be a month or two later, I get a reply just. Just let you know I've booked so and so. I'm really pleased you recommended them because I would never have found them. Ah, there you go, man. Yeah. And when they're looking for a DJ, they're still probably going to come to you because you know all the DJs. Yeah. You know, it's the same reason I always say always be first to the bar because it's either going to be reciprocated, ideal, mm. or at the very least, they'll be grateful. Yeah. Like win win. Like just don't set any expectations beyond that. Mm. That's awesome. Absolutely. So, what other, what other tips can you uh, share from your six? Because I know you're, you're a, a killer when it comes to automation and digital marketing yeah. like you're an absolute killer with this so, you, so just so to be clear mike's actually um, helping us get jeff uh, our shift bot yeah. uh, my name is jeff yeah. um, <laughs> jeff is jeff is our shift bot um and um, we'll be welcoming uh, new members of shifties at some point in november once he switches on um it's my end not mike's um <laughs> Once he switches on, so I mean, how did you, you get into all this? I mean, a couple of years ago, you were talking, you were like SEO, like you you know a lot about that, uh, digital so, marketing generally. I suppose a lot of it comes down to mindset. Yeah. So I always have this thing that if someone points out an opportunity, that I've got to decide: do I know how to do that? Can I learn how to do that? Can I offset? Yeah. And that that for me is. 99% of the time, it's a case of me going and learning how to do it. I am obsessed with learning. Yeah. You know, I will watch endless amount of webinars, podcasts, you name it, I'll watch it. You like the hacks, don't you? you like I the... love a hack. <laughs> I love a hack. The Instagram one a couple of weeks ago. Was, yeah. You post up in shifties, that's yeah, awesome. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love a hack. Anything that's going to save me time, yeah. effort, oh, I'm all over it. All over it. And it all comes down. I just believe that if there's something out there, there's always a way to learn it. Mm -hmm. And if you go, um, if you're willing to waste time listening to the nonsense, then you will come across the golden nugget. Yeah, you will. And <clears throat> sadly, <laughs> I'm having to work for Sainsbury's at the moment, um, delivering shopping. But the opportunity there is I drive for about three hours a day. Man, I'm so means, jealous, man. The podcasts, yeah, the audibles, oh, mate. Yeah, banging. Man. Oh, God. I, my audible count is just yeah. crazy. <laughs> what you are you reading uh, Well, I finished. I've just finished um, the uh, Ant Middleton audiobook thing. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that was very good. But I, loads. I, YouTube, I just constantly. Yeah. It's a difficult one because you. More specific. You're, you're, you're like digging deep on like. Yeah, many Instagram, chat, yeah. many chat, like basically the start of this year, I always set myself a targets. So 2020, I set myself targets of I want to do more video content. That means I want to do more vlogs. I want to be more comfortable in front of the camera. And I want to basically put good material out. Yeah, I want to understand how Instagram works. And I want to understand how uh, chatbots work. They were the things I basically pretty much said I want to do at the start of yeah. 2020. Now, I suppose the benefits of lockdown is I've had a huge amount of time to really dig deep into Instagram and the chatbots. And I've, you know, I've embraced it um, and I've loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I love the I love the feeling of when people go, oh, wow. Yeah. 
But that's the same feeling I got when I was listening to that on a workshop or on a webinar or wherever it was. If I get that feeling then, I know there's going to be a lot of other people going to get a feeling from me, you know, giving that information out to them. Yeah. And generally, a lot of the time, it's down to things like hashtags and stuff like that, which is, which I, you know, I'm really, really passionate about. And then um, with the video content, you know, the likes of uh, Lee and Dan Harmon. No, that was funny, man. Lee, Lee massive shout out on that. That, that was so funny. We used three. Yeah. Those was that one with the outtakes? Like, the outtakes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like creeping down. Then, eh? Yeah. That's so awesome. We, do you know what we done there? Was we just basically, I approached both of them and just said, look, I want to create a video of exactly what a bride and groom or a couple should expect, the standards they should expect. Yeah. Because I, I feel that me, Lee and Dan have all got similar expectations. Yeah. So if we set out out there, you know, this online, is the yeah. this is what you should expect. Anything less, don't accept it. Yeah, nice. You know, that. and so the video hopefully is gonna we're gonna get out there this week. Oh, and um and see where it takes us. Um, but I've been doing loads of videoing over probably the last two months. I've just took myself to venues. I just contacted venues and said, look, I want to do some video and can I come over and just do some videoing? Yeah. And I've just sat there and just put a video, put a camera up and I'm just talked about a particular subject. But at the start of it, I've said, I'm here at so-and-so, you know, it's a beautiful day, but today I want to talk to you all about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And, and it's just something different. It's just thinking that's no, no other DJ does that. Nah, nah, some, some people, some DJs might think, well, why is he going to do that? But it's the added value yeah. Yeah. with all your other things you've got in the pipeline. Mm. I think that's what you've got to appreciate about 100%, man. Mike I mean, is, when, you, when you map it out, when you came over and you, you kind of preempted the journey, the customer journey for Jeff, and it's the same, you showed me what you've done with your business. It was like you've every step of the way, you've taken the considerations of the customer in. Every 100%. single step, it was like, how do I maximize the customer journey? Well, I remember when you said to me, can you test the chatbot? So it was when you first started yeah, yeah, yeah. and I went through every single one and answered again the different options yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was just sorted out. And there was my minimal sort of like yeah. text errors, but the whole thing, there was no like error 404 or anything like that. It was just such a smooth process. And I thought... Yeah. Well, I think Lee's, Lee summed it up quite perfectly. It might, Mike's a machine. He'll work his ass off and isn't scared to try new things. They're great to hear both of Mike's journeys tonight. He says, Can oh, you compliment me like that, please? Well, he's, <laughs> yeah, he gives you, give you one of them. That's it. <laughs> um, I've got, so Luke Newman, uh, he was DJ for 22 years up until last October. Uh, said he was good time in getting out. Um, what's your favourite track of all time? What's my track of all time? Um, What's the big banger? That's, that's, uh... Reach up for the stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's the uh, soundtrack. That's the uh, soundtrack. There's life, not his favourite yeah. one. <laughs> um, probably personal favourite is probably Cypress Hill, Insane in the Brain. Oh yeah, that's a banger. Yeah, yeah, I like that. that gets me going. Yeah. Um, I really like my hip hop. Yeah. I also like my house and garage, my drum bass. I like it. I love <laughs> he it. He likes anything. I do. I, you know, I'll spend all day listening to music yeah. and finding new tracks and all that sort of stuff. But the DJ part, like I say this to a lot of people that, you know, I really do believe that the DJ part is only 20% of my job. Yeah. The 80% is the, the business ownership, the entrepreneur of me. Yeah. You're always there's working a on lot, it. Yeah, there's a lot of DJs out there who is 80% DJ, 20% business. Yeah. And touch wood 
that's why I believe maybe that's why I've got to where I am. Um, Don't doubt it, and I, 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 For me, I've just got to keep pushing it. I've got to keep pushing them buttons and um, and see where it takes us. Well, you're a sponge, man. Like you're absolutely sponge. Every now and again, I get a text from my. I've got this idea, man. I got. Yeah. I just got to just running past you, and I'll be on the phone. Hmm, this is good. this is a crazy one. It's a new one. I like it. Look, many. I'm always kind of ideas. And, yeah. Well, that's that's well, this is why it's so awesome to have you guys yeah. in the community because <clears throat> that's what you need. You need that energy. Bring to a party. It's like it's the same thing. It's the same yeah. in business. Like you've got to have all those different elements, right? So where you go set up a wedding or you set up a party, I know what you're like. You've got the lasers out and you've got everything going on. It's the same with your business, right? Yeah. You've got the chatbot going. Yeah. You know what you're doing on Instagram. Websites looking banging. Yeah. Like you're not settling. You're not like, yeah, this is fine. It's always got to be on top. Always yeah. got to be on top. Yeah. We had this conversation. Literally on the journey up here, yeah. Uh, it was like talking about what's 100%. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. The website is always changing. You've got yeah. to increase your business. Yeah. It's a different target market. You know, different what keywords get searched. Yeah, different what, tone of language. Yeah, yeah. but, but what, what is a hundred percent? Yeah, yeah. It's not, what, it's never, once, never. once you are top of your game, that's like the start because you've got to stay on top. Yeah, and it's no different to a football team who is at the top. They've got to still buy them players to keep yeah. at the top because everyone out underneath is going to try and achieve what they've achieved. Before so, you know it, you're Tottenham just like oh, yeah, just trying. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you have Did you know one. they're losing one nil? Shut up. Are they? No. <laughs> but no, you're right. No, it's, a, it's a really valid point. Like, it doesn't end. No. It just doesn't end. Like, it's just a question. How to sum it up what goes on in like people like Mike's brain is how do you answer where does the sky end? Yeah. Like, it doesn't. And that's why your brain is always on the go. Uh, an exercise I've come up with is the 100% exercise, which is. If I if I'm doing a project now, I've got to have a top sheet for that project. And one of the questions on there is what is 100 yeah. percent Now, regardless if that's the final bit or not, yeah. that's what it needs to look like for me to sign it off and go on to the next project. Yeah. So stresses you out, doesn't it? it? Must be so stressful working with me. Yeah. <laughs> it must be so stressful. Because I know I know it's like Alex, we've just got to get this done, man. We've just yeah. got to feel like let me just sign this thing off. I'm like, yeah, we'll just go with the flow, man. Let's just figure it out, like we'll be all right, you know. We'll put that one to back of the pile. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's it's a good but it's a great way to look at it. Like because because in answer to that question, it's like, well, where you are right now, mm. the, the like the hundred percent might be a year from now. That that's just that part of the journey. Then it's like right, zero percent again. Right, how do we stay on top? It's a new game, it's a new it's a new progress bar that needs to press, right? That's probably the toughest thing. And that's yeah. the thing I've probably struggled with most throughout this time yeah. is always putting in and getting to that 100%, but not having no output from it. Yeah. You know, and how long did it take? I'm going to ask you saying, go for it. it up to you if you answer or not. Go for it. No, that's no, right. How long did it take? Because I know that would have been eating your brain. Like in early days in lockdown. Being that, being you, you're top of the, like no questions, yeah. Like you were top, top of the game, and you are the guy, yeah. And I, and I, and I'm, I'm pretty sure we've had conversations about this yeah. early in lockdown. But like, at what point do you have a do you, do you remember a moment during lockdown when you're like, it doesn't matter what I do, there's no one booking. Yeah, me. I'll talk about this. There's um, there was, we, sorry, just to rephrase that question. So that time where. When you realised that it didn't matter whether you were okay. doing SEO ads, 
spots, whatever you, you know, <clears throat> video, everything you were didn't doing, make, didn't sorry. matter because no okay. one was booking. So there was, there's, there's two times during, let's say the end of March. Yeah. So there's two occasions during the end of March when I've, I've had my moments. Yeah. So one was when I had to let my staff know yeah. that it's tools down and oh God, you know, I walked out my house and I burst into tears. And the, the weirdest thing about it was I literally walking down the road, I absolutely in front of tears. And one of my very good friends just so happened to be walking up the road. And I was just like, wow, you know, how is that even possible? Yeah. So that was a that was a crazy time for me. And then the other time was only two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, two weeks ago, then I, I just thought, I just, my brain is in bits. Yeah. You know, I just, I can't, for me, it was about putting in all this effort, but not seeing no results mm. and knowing that them results are going to happen in the long term. They're going to get them. Right. You're going to get Absolutely. the win. Like it's 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you can imagine like your, your 90% 90, 90 of you is like, literally, yeah, 2022 is going to be amazing. Yeah. But for whatever reason, that 10% is, being louder than a 90%. Mm. And that's where I just went, well, you know what? This is the this is the moment I need to take a couple of weeks away from everything. And you did. Yeah, man, I, I did. I, you know, I didn't ditch my phone, but I pretty much the phone just was getting left at home loads. Yeah. I, I wondered why of... you weren't answering. I know. Yeah, yeah. Still, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> still you're blocked, man. Please accept me. Yeah. <laughs> Unfollow. <laughs> um I started running. Um, so good, yeah, every morning get up at seven o'clock, go for a run. Yeah, nice. And uh, started doing meditation, <clears throat> hypnotherapy, loads of stuff I was doing, just away from just trying to just distance myself. But you know what? As much as I was saying that, you know, I kept saying to people I was in hibernation. <laughs> um, there was times when I had to talk to people about business. Yeah, you know, there was emails coming in, and there was maybe the odd phone call and that. But it was great. You know, I really enjoyed it. My, today's my first day back. Yeah. Good day back, back man. I know, yeah. We're privileged. Yeah. And um, it's all good. And I've got a, you know, I've got an action plan I'm going to stick to. Nice. And, it, and it's, for me now, it's all about, you know, there's no need to go, you know, fifth gear. You know, I want to go down to third gear. And there's no rush. No. There's no it's, rush. It's not going anywhere. It's not. And there is no rush to get things done yeah. now. Um, and hopefully you know i've got i've set my targets for christmas yeah and i think they're all realistic and that's probably the best thing for me is my targets are now yeah. more realistic. you're 100 yes yeah, the thing is the thing is mike it's no matter what's going on in the world right now what one thing the government can't take away from us is the need to be around yeah. our friends yeah absolutely. our people so as soon as the time comes of oh, mate, we yeah. can party we can have weddings the need is always going to be there. Whether people are sitting in front of their phones or Xbox crazy. or laptops, once that moment comes, I mean, it's this summer, well, fortunately for us, this summer, that need was exploded. It was there. Yeah. It was great. You guys had a good summer, right? Like yeah, yeah. It, was, it was when you're allowed to have the parties. I know for, for I know you're in a, your product creation. Yeah, right. You, yeah. Your constant product creation now, right? Oh, so that's the, that is the, probably the, the amount of times you've texted me, like, what do you think of this? Yeah. There's like glitter wall or some like, you know, like it's yeah, always, these changing. guys have got a glitter wall, so I've got to get a glitter yeah. wall. Yeah. I've got to get five. No, that person's got one. I've got to get five. Yeah. That's what it is. They got one market. I've got 14. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what, what goes, where does this inspiration come from? Mainly from other, what other people are doing? But um, 
It's the just, LED, the LED yeah. furniture was like, that was yeah. the one. Like, yeah, so it was March, obviously lockdown yeah. times. We was I was planning to quit my job end of March because we had enough work in the pipeline to warrant yeah. taking that risk. I mean, I had a conversation yeah. with you. Um, but then it got to April, end of April, May, and I'm, I've got twitchy. You know, I'm, I'm, I've got itchy feet, I'm, I'm twitching. You had I'm, already committed as well. I need something to do. And uh, we sort of sat down and just put our heads together and just said, we need something yeah. that's going to blow someone's mind away not just be different and oh we've got a different color backdrop because that's the typical thing in this industry someone tries to be creative by personalizing their own product looks great fantastic but we needed to be different yeah. and we just came across the led furniture i mean it's really popular now but it's i think really cool. we've didn't you buy all the stock from the guy? The oh, yeah. He's like, 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 <laughs> no, I did. I just pretty much said, like, what have you got? He's like, okay. I'll have it all. And I'll tell you what. So we've got, um, so I was operating from a Black Transit Custom. Yeah. And <laughs> three pallet loads turned up. And it was like six, seven foot tall. And I couldn't fit it in my van. <laughs> so I've got these massive pallets, a massive Arctic lorry at the back of mom and dad's house. And I'm like, I can't even move it because I've got nowhere to put it. I was just going to put it straight on my van. I couldn't do it. So that day, I literally had to go and buy a new van. Yeah, so I, yeah I remember that call as well. Yeah, yeah. he called me as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so exciting. It was great, though. That's, that's what it's all about. Exactly. It was, like, it was I could get all of one lot of furniture in, but they're not the bar. But the bar is the focal point. So I can get the bar in, but nothing yeah. else. Do I just rent a van? And I just thought, you know what, take the leap. Yeah, fair play, man. Fair play. Well, both fair play to both of you. No, like, it's it's amazing to see you smiling. You're happy. You guys are energized. Like, we feel the energy as soon as you walk in the building. Yeah. So, like, it's great to see you back and uh, positive and and appreciate all the work you're doing uh, for shifties and uh, and I understand from Ryan it may be that snuggeries as well for the many okay, chat yeah, stuff as well. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Awesome. Um, by the way, Luke's um, his is in, insomnia, faithless. Nice. Yeah, I guess play too often though. Yeah, you guys, sometimes you can overplay well, if, you're, if you're in that game, yeah, 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 does, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't heard that. It's a great track, though. Yeah, you got an endorsement there for you, Luke. Do you want a job? <laughs> Brilliant. Well, look, I really appreciate you guys uh, being here. Um, you come over from from quite a way as well. Nah, so. Steve, you're just down the A1, isn't yeah, it? No, well, either way, I appreciate it. I appreciate your your time, your energy. So we, you put... Do we invoice you at the end? Yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. can do. It. Send it to <laughs> Ten pound an hour for me. That's <laughs> yeah. Just send it to Cam. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really appreciate you guys. Yeah, it's it's pleasure. Um, can't wait to see what you do in the future. It's going to be exciting times. Hopefully, yeah. And if there's not a mic, the mic yeah, mic. the future just couldn't come any sooner. <laughs> it will come. It will come. It's just uh, yeah, we just have to be patient. Right, you've got to be patient, but yeah. If there's not a Mike and Mike uh, podcast, I'd be really. Yeah. It's got to be a Mike and Mike. Podcast. We could just or Mike. drag it out, Mike. Yeah, Mike and Mike on mics. <laughs> Mike, Mike, check one, two. Well, yeah. Thanks again, guys. Uh, no problem. Really at all. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Shifty's podcast. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. A big thank you to our guest. Uh, please do drop them a follow. Go check out their socials. They're always open to connect with new people. So if you want to connect with that person, understand a bit more about them, um, follow their journey, then please do and get a bit more insight into how they're operating in the world of entrepreneurship. Please do not forget to hit subscribe, follow, share this episode if you think it's interesting to your network. And don't forget also to sign up to www.shifties.co.uk where you can join 
wonderful group of entrepreneurs all connecting, learning and growing through the journey of entrepreneurship. Thank you for listening.